0: Everybody, welcome. Oh, wait. No, this is actually a commercial. I tricked you all and myself. (laughs) This episode of Star Trek The Next Conversation. And I'm Andy. It's brought to you. You heard it. By Ripley's Believe It or Not. (laughs) Boy. (laughs) It's going to be a weird one. Get what you pay for, which is this ad. Uh, You've heard me talk about it a bunch, guys. Hollywood and Highland. Los Angeles, California. Specifically, the neighborhood of Hollywood. It is dead center i mean look you want a great view of the hollywood sign and a t-rex dressed as the easter bunny there's no place on earth you can do that besides the crossroads of entertainment hollywood and highland ripley's believe it or not auditorium there's a t-rex i want you to all not be so alarmed when you get here but there is a t-rex breaking through the roof seems friendly um currently the easter bunny seasonally he changes or she uh but right now look it's adorable got a little bunny nose, got an Easter basket full of Easter eggs, and it is ready to welcome you all. And uh, why don't you head on in? Well, man, I don't want to pay full price. Well, guess what? You don't have to. After 5.30 p.m., it's buy one, get one free. Thanks to this podcast. Mention Star Trek, the next conversation. And you can get two people in for $20 at after 5.30 p.m. at the Ripley's, believe it or not, auditorium at Hollywood and Highland in Hollywood, California. They sponsor the show, Help Us Be going for a long time by showing them that you show your support for them because they support us that's what that means and i'm andy there we go here's the show
1: The Final Frontier. These are the conversations of the friendship Matt Myra and Andrew Secunda. Their continuing mission. To seek out old adventures with contrived civilizations. To boldly watch episodes
0: that one of them has watched before. Everybody, welcome to Star Trek The Next Conversation, the number one podcast for talking about Star Trek. is hosted by me and and also (laughs) i'm i'm also here so you're supposed to go and me and me that's what you're supposed to do there
1: I know. I tried to switch it up. Get it. Get on in this brain. No, the expectation Why can't you be in the brain. Comedically, the expectation is to go. You know, against. I mean, I
0: didn't want to get so aggressive. They were coming off the bat with comedy at these people. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just like they can't handle it. We <laughs> I so, apologize. We're so funny so much of the time that they need a little. They need to like be eased into this. We can't just floor it. I
1: may have done one of my first successful puns just before the podcast started oh it was it was truly epic i had to point it out to him dory was hanging a poster yep dory, no, dory. pregnant dory was hanging a poster no one was helping her Eight month pregnant <laughs> standing dory on a was couch climbing
0: onto a couch well let's said, just in fairness i yes. was frustratedly looking for a he cable was trying to get the podcast started uh So my attention wasn't really being paid to uh, the person it should have been paid to.
1: And then I said, Dory, do you need some melodies? (laughs) She said, that would be nice. And then I uh, helped and I hung the poster. And uh, I said, is that straight? And she said, you nailed it. And I said, no, you nailed it, because she did just nailed in the, the hanging, the little piece. Yep. And I said, I hung it. Uh, it I was, was very amazing. proud of myself, because was... I have not just face blindness, but pun blindness.
0: Well, I don't think you can say that anymore, because you've
1: graduated into uh, mm-hmm. the annals of pundum. But doesn't the annals? Uh, but doesn't. Uh... What, did I, what did I say that you didn't No, care? you were right. You were right. I, I, for some reason, I also went turned to a sex joke, which is also something I'm not good at. Oh, yeah. But maybe it's like seeing my own face. Just the jokes, ladies. He's great at the other. Side. <laughs> I recognize my own face, so maybe it's like that. I recognize my own sex jokes and my own puns, but I don't recognize other people's.
0: Right. Well, there you go. You you, you do see... So, like, you're not startled when you look in the mirror. Like, no. you don't go by a mirror and goes,
1: who's in my home? Who's that
0: handsome stranger? Uh, <laughs> that's good to know. Um, all right, guys, we took a... We had a week uh, off, sort of. I mean, we did a Patreon podcast for those Patreoners who wanted to hear us talk about Discovery. We did that. Uh, they're going to get a little sporadic here and there because this baby's coming. And, the
1: gentleman's uh, having a, another living creature, just like Data with lol. Lol. Uh
0: I can't handle myself, let alone another living creature. So we'll see. Um, but it's, you know, it was busy, 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 busy. It was, well, I mean, mo- mostly last week it was just, I was working so much yeah because i was on set and we were doing very long days
1: it was we just wrapped our season and now unfortunately matt's going into the the baby birthing season yeah no rest for the wicked cool i shouldn't have i shouldn't have loaded that with unfortunately and joyfully matt is now
0: (laughs) (laughs) um look i'll sleep eventually when i die um, but until we all moment, will, Matt. That's right. Welcome
1: to Star Trek. The next conversation. The
0: big sleep. That's how we should have started this. <laughs> have you thought about death recently? <laughs> and how relaxing it would be to finally just sleep. It would not be off brand, um, Matt. Yes. Listen to
2: this, okay? Matt, would you have them watch this episode?
1: Sure. That's good. Watch it. Um, Let me ask you this, more experienced podcaster, podcast master, podcast maestro. How should I tee that up? You could just hit the. You could just hit. You don't even have to tee it. I should just wait for a
0: silence and then hit we it. Hit the sound cue and then we know what's happening.
1: You know, I often am waiting for a silence to hit sound cues, but at, we don't get them because we don't have, I fill I don't all have silences. Them. You do, which makes
0: me uh, hard to be around sometimes. <laughs>
1: Well, it's good for podcasting. Uh, the end. <laughs> um, well, now, Matt, if you want to get into it, we can uh, scoot over to the Admirals Club. Uh, I've been waiting my whole life for this moment. Really? We do it every week. We go
0: to
2: iTunes, leave a five-star review,
0: and join the Admirals Club.
1: I had a couple that I really enjoyed this week. The first one is... Stats, Fat Jokes, and Volume Checks by Shaven Mudd, um, who says, If you like endless indecisiveness over made up stats, fat jokes, and a guy named Andy asking, Am I loud enough? This podcast is for you. Oh, yeah. They occasionally talk about SDTNG. Pretty, period. Amazing, period. Do we do that many fat jokes? Uh, it didn't seem like it was that many. I mean, look, it is on brand for me. Yeah. I I do think I think the indecisiveness uh, Is hilarious Because I think When fat jokes came up Then we debated Whether like Debated something about them (laughs) I don't remember What they were But uh, it seemed like There was a conversation Around it Uh, And the other one is And that's the Admiral's Club uh, With an ellipse At the front From Try to catch up Uh, I like it. I got that one, too. I'm cured. (laughs) Um, I didn't even stumble over it trying to go try, try toe catch up. Look out Twitter. There's a new
0: Secunda coming.
1: Oh, my gosh. Years of, of pun blindness. Um and, uh, and here's what he or she says. Uh, at times, SCTNC feels like I'm sitting on the couch with my high school buddies eating Funyuns and doing the do 20 years later. Uh, it's a he. Uh, <laughs> there are a lot of context clues there, yes. And at other times, Matt and Andy have so much chemistry, you could cut the sexual tension with a knife. This rollercoaster of love is the best pod out there. That's very kind of you, sir. Thank you. Enjoy the Admirals Club. Dun, dun. There's unlimited shrimp. Um, yeah, there is unlimited shrimp today. Um, and now, uh, if you want to head through any of these doors or go around them, it's time to head into the President's Circle of the United Federation or Planet's President Circle. We're going right for it, Andy. Okay. Our planet, president circle. Our first Christopher Pike Medal of Valor awardee is uh, Lieutenant Paul Brisk. Uh, as you know, uh, these uh, these awardees are selected from the uh, president circle tier of our Patreon. patreon.com <laughs> forward slash Star Trek and, DNC. Andy hear my, my thoughts right Andy, there Andy the
0: mic was too loud I heard your brain <laughs> I,
1: <know. laughs> I sort of wanted to lay, let everybody in on uh, what was uh, happening Star Trek, Star Trek. Star Trek. No, where, that's where wrong. am I where am I that's wrong it's not it doesn't start with Star Trek DNC. Does it doesn't start with? Oh, it okay with with patreon
0: patreon.com forward slash Star Trek The Lieutenant
1: Paul Brisk uh, oh, actually we have we. I, this is a two two for one really because they both ask the same question both Lieutenant Brisk um, asks what Star Trek artifact would you most like to have in your home and Lieutenant Alex D. Gesslin uh, asks in honor of my finding a Star Trek watch that I've wanted for 20 years I thought I would ask if money was not an object and there was one piece of Star Trek memorabilia that you could own either something from the shows, films or a license item which would be? Have I already asked this question? No. Okay. Um,
0: so there you go. You know, I regret uh, on eBay a few years ago there was the uh, there was Picard's uh, uh, desktop computer from oh, uh,
3: that would from be Insurrection.
0: Oh, Insurrection. Why not the original? No, wait. It was from Nemesis. I forget what it was from. It was from one of them. Why not the? I don't know why the person listed the other one. I was telling a story about oh, the listing. Oh, oh. I see. Sorry. <laughs> But you would. If I'm gonna a, go back in time and ask that person. Given no, so I'm just saying this is my thought process, right? So I thought uh, I, I. It was only it was like seventeen hundred dollars, and I regretted ever since not buying it.
1: Yeah, I can hear. I see that. Uh, I,
0: I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think the answer to that question, I would. I think the thing I'd most like to have from Star Trek would be the. I think the. Either the fish tank, uh-huh. the fish tank, his ready room desk, or the painting from his office. I'd also take the stargazer model. Literally everything from his ready room of all all those things, I would take the fish tank. What was the second one? Uh, the fish tank, his desk, his desk. Is there is there something special about his desk? It's I don't know wood grain futuri- with black glass. It doesn't look future-y? It looks like his desk. Why do you have to look it up, Andy? We see it every week. Uh, I don't pay attention to the desk. Um, I like, you know, it's got a nice black like, top. What I'm talking about is like, oh, it's
1: nice and it's and it's kind of like it's functional too. it's curved
0: and it's functional, so I could be that using is it. a sweet desk. I bet you can
1: get something like that, buddy. <laughs> um, the desk, the fish tank. What was the last one? Uh, the Enterprise painting that
0: hangs in his red, in his ready room. You know, uh, or yeah, the um stargazer model that is also in his ready room
1: but for you it's it would be important to have the originals yeah yeah that was the question right that was the question indeed god thank god no that was that was definitely the question um i mean it would be tough to beat the captain kirk's chair Mm -hmm. captain's chair Um, It's sort of an obvious statement. Mm -hmm. But the thing with those is, like, it's, like, not that...
0: I mean, it is functional as a chair, but you wouldn't put it in a living room and go... You wouldn't want anyone sitting in that. Well, that I don't particularly mind. Um, But, like, I just like the idea of, like, wall art or, like, a fish tank. That, like, you could put fish in and go, like, that's the fish tank from TNG. That's... Something that still functions as it was intended to function.
1: I mean, looking at the fish tank on the screen, I really do think... That is something that you could put in your house, and it would, right. it would, fit your decor. I would just have to get a hold of it. Um, yeah, but would it have to be the actual thing? Isn't it cool to have? No, oh, that's the no, no, no. no. It's, it's not. Cool. Isn't it much cooler it's to go?
0: Sure, sure, but it's not going to be the same fish. <laughs> like if I grab the, like those loafers that Sean Connery wore, and I go hey <laughs> like it's like these are either these, these are black loafers yeah. or they're the loafers I that Chuck wore and never, these never are,
1: there is something design wise that's cool about the actual thing or the desk whereas loafers are loafers <laughs> yeah <laughs> um last james bond wore them that's true um okay our next you, uh, what you Mine decided minus, kevin kirk's chair i mean right. i i'm trying to think of a major like, I mean, you're, sure, you're sure about that
0: that's your number one answer <laughs> We're locking you in. <laughs> That's it. How
1: about how about the uh how about the uh, the Spock pod like coffin that they shoot down to the uh the photo torpedo? Yeah. I've touched it. <gasps> it was on it?
0: display at the Star Trek uh Las Vegas oh, yeah. forever. Yeah. The Mark 6. Man, I really missed it. You really did. You missed the fandom. It had only been around for 30 years by that point. <laughs> and he somehow missed
1: it. You know, I told yeah, I've told the story that I was there. We were in line. The line was too long. We're like, oh, we'll come back, and we didn't come back. Um, and I thought, oh, I'll come back another time and I'll see it. You and it was gone forever. You out. Um, I tried to write. I don't know if I've told the I story. Think I went before. four times. Oh man, I tried to. In fairness, I wouldn't have appreciated it as much as I would now. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to write Captain Kirk's chair. Uh, A letter. And I was like, I've really appreciated all of your performances. Uh, I would like you to come be a guest lecturer at the Anderson School of Specific Acting to the other chairs. Um, I feel like, especially the chairs, some of the rolly chairs in, uh, in Next Generation are not up to par. And uh, we need, they need some guidance. Well, you know, to, to, to that point, I,
0: like, it, I sort of miss the spin around that Kirk would be able to do. That's a really good
1: point. They're not as functional.
0: uh, Yeah, the chairs on the TNG bridge are just sort of stuck facing forward. So Picard has to get up and turn to wharf instead of, you know, and Kirk would spin his chair over to...
1: I know it's intentionally supposed to be less um, hierarchical, um, but uh, it kind of has the vibe of just a bunch of people sitting in a waiting room. You know, it's always been your problem with the galaxy Class Starship, Andy. Yeah. Powerful though it is. Sorry, you never got that commission. Anyway, the story I was going to tell was that I tried to write it into a pilot uh, where um, where one of the characters came into a lot of money and then immediately bought the chair. And uh, so that way my trick was, it was for a pilot, the pilot probably wouldn't go, and then I would have the chair. <laughs> Pulling an Adam F. Goldberg there, huh? <laughs> exactly. Which I, is interest- that where you learned it? Interestingly, Kristen Slater then I think demanded that he have. I mean, demanded. He's a wonderful person, but he requested uh, that Adam write the Captain Kirk because he is also a well-known Star Trek fan. The Captain Kirk chair into uh, into uh, the breaking in store uh, plot line. Mm-hmm. So he had one. Oh boy. So we uh, we geeks think alike. Everyone's getting chairs out there. Have you had any interactions with S- Slater? No. Oh. Hey Matt, we should get him on the po- on the podcast. All right. Which one? Not this one. All right. This doesn't le- have guests. The this next one, one is just about the magic of us. The next one is from Lieutenant Vanilla Thunder, um, who said, who asks similarly similarly framed question: Would you get a Star Trek tattoo, and if so, where slash what? Um. Maybe, the delta. Yeah, I think someone in the face group got one that was. I think the the newer one that was like more of the modern, you know, incomplete, connective design. You know, where it's like just sort of a, almost like a line drawing, sort of a vibe. You know uh, just
0: the delta. No, like. Um, no, like circle behind it no. or yeah yeah i mean i'd probably do i'd probably do the delta from the command section of the
1: tos era of the tos era because mm-hmm. it's more classic it's the delta
0: what about getting a combat? badge tipped? not on your chest that's just silly because it's not gonna work <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna hit it every day and it's not gonna work uh i think I, i'd probably like go like shoulder or something
1: i think i've seen this but i think a gorn tattoo would be arm. sweet uh, describe it. What would it be? Um, Just the Gorn? There's the head of the Gorn, mm-hmm. but I actually think it might be kind of funnier and cooler if it was sort of a smaller version of the whole, you know, sort of stiff-armed walk of the Gorn, <laughs> like a full body, like, because it's almost more like a 50s monster. Yeah. And where'd you put it? Um, on my butt. <laughs> Lower back, I stamp it. it. I guess probably on my uh, on my forearm somewhere. Uh, That's it for the United Federation of Planets President Circle, my friend. Wow,
0: Uh, that means we can just head back out here. Wait,
1: okay, we're going back to the Admiral's Club. You know, I never know exactly which way we're going. Or are we going back into the hallway? We actually just went directly to the hallway. we two oh, doors here. You let me just that. hit the wall here. I don't know
0: why you don't. <laughs> that's the Admiral's Club. That's <laughs> weird. We didn't need to do that. Uh, because, because we left, we left the other way. I know, but... We went to the hallway. You,
1: so you want to just... We're abandoning that. No, no. We can use it whenever we want to use it.
0: But now we're discussing whether or not we're using it. And that's just... That's, that's charm. the charm. We hope. It's not charming. It's not charming. <laughs> that's our excuse when we're doing a bad job. Anyhow... I guess we should open some hails, Andy. We sure should.
1: Captain, Captain, we are being hailed. Our first hail is from Anthony Wiper. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Tony, who says, uh, Hey, Matt and Andy, in reference to Andy's comments about Klingon technology not seeming to advance since TOS era, the Federation were still using a few ship designs right through the DS9 era, including the Excelsior and Miranda... These were around in TOS. The B 52 bomber was first, first flown in our era in 1952. I guess if something just works, you keep using it. Here's to the podcast, enjoying the same popularity. I, for one, am here for the long haul. Thanks, guys. Tony. That'd be nice if we never
0: updated our podcast and we're still around in 80 years. Seems like we have the, like the good for it.
1: design of a Klingon
0: ship, bird of prey. I was gonna say battle cruiser, but those do change.
1: on something something is as efficient and works as just as smoothly as this podcast, what do you think one of Jordy's efficiency <laughs> like rundowns diagnostics would be on this podcast? I think they'd just say, "Get another person. <laughs> Get someone. To we have to replace this unit." Um. And this is from Andrew Myers. Uh, It's Andy's theory. Matt was wondering if he should tell Andy about B4. Uh, Yeah, well, well, wait, no, I wasn't. I felt like it was okay, but go ahead. Not sure how to spell that, as I'm also a first-time watcher of TNG. Oh, welcome, Andrew. B-4. Yep, there you go. That's how we spelled it. The answer is no. If he guesses things that are close to real events, just put on a poker face and laugh to yourself. When my wife was first watching Buffy and giving me all her theories, whether they were right or wrong, I simply said, interesting, and reminded her about how smart, or sometimes dumb, her theories were once she got to that point in the show. Um... I uh, I agree with you, Matt. I think that the uh, the joy of us uh, realizing that there was actually a dumb android in the future uh, that I predicted was uh, too good to pass up. So I I couldn't. I'm with you on that one. I think in general, though, I agree with Andrew. Yeah, but that also like is such a it's such a
0: so specific. Yeah, you so specifically were like, (laughs) there's you know because he gets a little better each time. What if there was a first one that's real dumb?
1: (laughs) That was so specific that I
0: felt like I couldn't not let you
1: <laughs> i'm with you buddy i'm with you that was that was the only hail
0: uh no we had two of them oh my brain were broke
1: oh wait we had one more <laughs> this is from the lieutenant circle uh it's not a a uh, it's not from the president's level though it's from the lieutenant's level i just want to show andy this
0: okay. is not a spoiler it's a deleted scene.
4: Three
0: weeks from. I feel like this is Sailing a spoiler.
5: I booked an old-fashioned solar catamaran.
0: I just want to get to this part. Oh my god.
5: Looks like they've got
2: him up and running.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: oh my god!
1: I've
0: never even seen this, by the way. It's
1: just it's just data in a tan outfit <laughs> not knowing how to sit down.
2: He has a very unusual android. Oh my god and this is totally
1: jeffy <laughs> he's teaching him how to eat this is the dumbest thing ever <laughs> this is this is Brett spiner's dream to do a, a comedic scene like this you're <laughs> looking at his reflection in the spoon this is so dumb <laughs> well played by Brett spiner i gotta say He's really nailing it. <laughs> that is great. He gets to play. Oh, wow. That's a what a what a moment that he gets to play the straight man and the the quirky character. That's really that's Shin's a great moment. I, yeah, yeah. Cannot move.
0: move. No. Right, I have this only is a spoiler. activated your cognitive and communication subroutines. He's a real dumb, dumb. But it's just it's just funny. Like everything you describe. That's why I showed it to you. jevy um, doesn't know what I did yet. <laughs> jeffy looked at spoon, so I would suggest everybody go uh that clip we're watching a deleted scene on YouTube uh which appears to be the enterprise E's um uh ten forward so I don't think i ever we never I don't think we've seen that maybe we did an insurrection but they're all eaten b four comes in looking like a real jeffy <laughs> and uh Worf and Troy and Riker watch. Watch Jeffy sit and look at a spoon. So look it up. Uh, just go to YouTube, type in B4 and data. D- B4, data Star Trek. Okay.
1: Jeffy reaches arm directly into the warp core. And that will come that will come up. All right. <laughs> um, we're done with the hails. Uh, Great. Up to this, this day in Trek, my friend. Must be time. Don't you do a tee up for that? I feel like last time I jumped into it and you said something, that I was doing something wrong we've only done a hundred a hundred plus of these guys <laughs> no
0: i mean we play that other thing at the end of the credits now all right uh here it is
1: don't you usually say for the week of but all right for oh, the week I of do. june 3rd oh my yes secunda <laughs> oh my god
0: andy <laughs> i have to tell you about the episode and the air date and then you come at me jesus christ it's been a while this is production it's number one ninety nine. Air the we week, a hundred of them. <laughs> Air the week of June third, nineteen ninety one. Andy, what was happening June third, nineteen ninety one?
1: Well, more than words. By the way, but that's extreme. late. That's
0: late for a brand a brand new episode of a TV show to be coming out June third. Or has the seasons just gotten shorter? No, we... you're
1: totally right. That's completely weird. The next one's going to be June. Well, it's because they have twenty six episodes. Also, maybe it was some weird syndication distinction. Hmm. Anyway, it's more than words by Extreme, pal. Oh, that's a fun one. All right, I know that song.
0: Right. Andy usually tells me that beforehand and I forgot to ask. That's on me. More than words yeah, it's on me. I have is all it. you had to do to make me something. He's better at play. playing guitar me. than he is at singing. Oh, I don't sing.
1: Can you not carry a tune even?
0: Uh, nah, I don't try, so what's the point? It sounds like you're just afraid. Their Ooh, amps are too high.
1: There's a hole. Back to the future opening. That's what I relate to all, all well, guitar that stuff That was too. like,
0: that's the mislead, right? They're going to crank it up, right? And then oh. they just start doing this. Oh,
1: that's fun. That sounds nice. Do they have any? What are their other hits, Extreme? Any? I, I think you're listening to it. This is it. Anyway, More Than Words by Extreme was everywhere on U.S. radios. While in the U.K., Color Me Bad's I Want to Sex You Up was preferred. Where Angels fear a Tread by Charles Sturridge was a bestseller. And the 91 blockbuster season was in full swing with, oh, backdraft. I remember backdraft. Backdraft the ride still available at Tokyo uh,
0: Universal Universal Studios Tokyo. Oh really? Is it fun? It's not a ride, it's a show. So it's you like just a like they thing they, where they show you how the fire I don't know. You're but, not in a moving thing. No. It, there's a great uh, like expedition theme park about the Backdraft attraction. Enjoy it. Go to YouTube, check it out.
1: Did they still have 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea at Tokyo Disney? It's all you have to <laughs> like the original, but they, but they have Disney Sea.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is their, like, very cool advanced water park. I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, it's in the lead of the box office. I rode it, though. The 20,000 leagues. I rode that ride. Originally. In, in Florida. In Florida. Yeah, it was in Florida.
1: How how long was that, Jeffy?
0: It was very, <laughs> it was very
1: long ago. <laughs> Jeffy loved. It his, was nineteen ninety five. That's the thing he asks Data to recreate in the holodeck the most. 1994. Disneyland, Disney World. Um, oh, talking about Japan. Japan suffered its worst volcanic eruption in modern history. Oops, when Mount Unzen exploded. Um, and let's see, uh, the New York Yankees uh, selected pitcher. C- cover your ears, Matt. Uh, selected pitcher Brian Taylor as the first overall pick in the MLB 1991 draft. Taylor would spend two years. Hall in of my Famer movies. Brian Taylor. Uh, before injuring his pitching shoulder whoops! altercation <laughs> oh this is just for Matt <laughs> open your ears <laughs> this, is the, this is the perfect meal of sour grapes for Matt this to devour this is for David Garaccio <laughs> he remains one of the only overall uh, well only, only three overall number one draft picks to have never played uh-huh. in a major league game ooh rough I'm sorry my Yankees um, an unusually strong solar flare. <laughs> Is this flare. the year, Andy? Maybe. Is this the year he gets into baseball? I got into baseball for half a season. When I was no, seven you got and into, eight. Oh, yeah. Okay. When they were in the World Series. Seems like a great, I mean. Great, and when, then I think what, what later on when they were in the World Series, I was like, eh, I don't want to be a bandwagon guy. And now I'm sort of like, eh, it doesn't matter. So <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting to get into it. But it's a, so much time. Such a commitment. Red Sox season starts in five days. More of a Knicks guy, but I haven't even really followed them for a while. An unusually strong solar flare became the largest ever recorded. The flare severely disrupted electrical networks and caused the aurora borealis to be seen as far south as Pennsylvania. Time magazine's... Uh, this, is, this might be a little triggering. Uh, so, uh, cover your ears. Uh, if uh, you're worried about it. Uh, cover featured a black and white photo of a young woman in a turtleneck sweater with her arms folded. Folded. The caption read, Katie Costner, college freshman, has been going out with a fellow student for several weeks. One night after dinner at a restaurant, they went back to her dorm. This is quite a lot to put on a cover. This it's is so all on the true. cover. Yeah. The dispute over what happened next goes to the core of an emotional national debate. Oh, guys. It's a debate we have not yet settled. We really haven't. It's amazing how many things... Are just frozen in time.
0: It's all, almost like uh, the system is built to never <laughs> change for the better. Problems, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! And meanwhile, extreme make is just about you done. Make things new, just
3: by you.
1: It's a beautiful one. Seems um, like that would be a good one for you to play. That's a good, it's a good
0: song. Nuno Betancourt. Wow, well, Steven Tyler and Nuno Betancourt singing more than words. Here we go, guys. This is at the Nobel Prize Peace Concert. <laughs> I get on these YouTube. This is like being on YouTube with me. Why Steven Tyler had to sing this song, I don't know.
1: like a pretty good version <laughs> i know he's got a great voice
0: i can't wait for nuno to start singing i
3: would think rings that big would get in the way of play is
0: I'm mesmerized by the, the harmonizing of this song. <laughs> it's pretty great. Ready, no, what you do
3: if my heart was
0: well, that was fun, guys. Go <laughs> for all your extreme hits out there. <laughs> At our extreme minute. Extreme minute. <laughs> and it's dun, 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 just us talking about this. Time for the extreme minute. Andy. Matt. What was the chairman of the board up to? Oh
1: my gosh. Uh, I've really fallen down on my uh, June third, nineteen ninety one. Um, I'm gonna play this and then you're gonna have to vamp for a second. I'm playing this. Frank Sinatra, come on! (laughs) Oh, there it is. (laughs) It's time for
0: that segment everybody hates.
1: (laughs) Frank Sinatra, come on! (laughs) It's
0: Frank Sinatra, come on! Everybody's favorite segment. So, you know, we just told you what was happening in the world, uh, June 3rd, 1991, and we thought, what? What world would be complete without the chairman of the board himself? So,
1: Andy, what was going on in his world? I'll tell you, Matt. Uh, on this date, Tommy Lasorda Jr. died of complications oh, from Jesus AIDS. Christ. What the hell? Oh, I see. Three days later, Frank would attend the funeral and memorial service for the son of the L.A. Let Dodgers manager. Very nicely done, Lieutenant more. Ken Malay <laughs> <laughs> I love that you forgot the order of the show we've been doing for 100 episodes, but you We're remembered Frank Sinatra. Come on. Because that I like. <laughs> So funny! <laughs> all right, everybody. In other words, oh, no. By the way, uh, Ken Malay, <laughs> for you haters of, of the Frank Sinatra "Come On" segment, Ken Malay has sent me uh, sent me uh, all season five episodes <laughs> of Frank
0: Sinatra. Good news, bad news. Good news is Frank eventually dies. <laughs> bad news is not for a while. Uh, all right. That was great, Andy. Thanks for letting me do that. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so here we go, everybody. It's uh, in theory. Uh, start Eight Four Four Nine Three Two Point Three, directed by Patrick Stewart. <gasps> wow. Written by Joe Minoski and Ronald D. Moore. Huh. A who's who of Star Trek, right there, everybody. It's a real emotional episode for Rod Moore. Data takes one more step. Um, you don't think the guy can do emotion? Clearly, he can. not You think he's just good at
1: everything? But no, I would just think his interest would lie more toward kind of mythology and action, and you know, and he would have the the. I love Battlestar Galactica. I'm Andy.
0: It's pretty great. That's most people. Actually, it's my impression of you is most people. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just the one who's like too afraid he'd like it so much that he never watched it. I was like, I don't have room for another fandom. <laughs> Data takes one I'll more step on the later, road man. to understanding humanity when shipmate Jenna DeSora begins to view him as more than a friend. The two had grown close while studying dark matter the Dark Matter Nebula, the Enterprise's latest assignment. After getting mixed advice from his friends, when she comes on to him, Data decides to pursue the relationship and creates a special program to provide guide to love. He and Jenna have their ups and downs, and eventually his true nature gets through to her. His seemingly artificial behavior is, of course, artificial. Meanwhile, a class M planet in the nebula suddenly winks out and then reappears. Data theorizes the nebula causes pockets of deformed matter to phase out anything they con- come in contact with. And with the ship's vital areas endangered, Picard orders the Enterprise out of the nebula. But the starship is too large to sense the dodge, to sense and dodge the pockets. So the captain pilots the scout shuttle pod himself and relays. Back course directions. His craft is nearly lost when the ship breaks apart. Crisis over. Jenna tells Data. She now realizes she went from one unemotional boyfriend to another one who was even more so, and now she wants to break the pattern. He agrees and erases his special program without a second thought. Here, here we go. First episode directed by Patrick Stewart. Captain's
2: log, stardate 44932.
0: We should start this with a personal log. No, no. I'm directing this one. (laughs) But it's in the script. I understand. I'm just going to read it as a captain's log.
2: (laughs) Point three. The Enterprise is preparing to enter the Mar Oscura, an unexplored dark matter nebula. Commander Data is modifying several of our photon torpedoes for an experiment designed to elicit more information about this unusual phenomenon.
0: Um look, I love seeing uh, the torpedo bay, so big. I love uh, I love seeing Data kneeling down over there. Yeah. Ergonomics
1: have not yet gotten to a point <laughs> where a little dumb. <laughs> also in in Star Trek 2 when they shoot Spock out in into space. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoiler. Alert. Hey, spoiler. Hey, sorry. Spoiler everybody. Sorry. <laughs> hey, I want you also
0: to know I researched it once. I think I've said this on the podcast before, but when I was working on At midnight, I wrote a big giant thing about spoilers on the internet. And I did a bunch of research and I discovered that the first time yeah. spoiler alert, the first time that phrase had ever been uttered on connected computers. Uh huh was in reference to Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan over a couple of interlinked interlinked university computers in 1984.
1: (laughs) What? You you can really track that down? That's amazing. So, you're welcome, everybody. There you go. Enjoy that nugget. Anyway, my point was going to be, they're all standing, and it's at waist level when Spock's uh, thing is going through, when the torpedo thing is going through. So... um. Well, gone, I backwards. mean, that, that
0: drops, right?
1: And then it goes into the bay,
0: into the torpedo tube. I see. So maybe it's at top level. It's, yeah. I mean, it's plus, probably, you know, star. Scotty's got to stand somewhere with his bagpipe. Huh. Spoiler alert. Scotty plays a bagpipe.
5: The initial dispersal pattern should not be more than seven kilometers.
0: Andy, apart. what are your initial impressions of this episode? I really China. like it.
4: Oh, uh. Six
1: point eight kilometers. I
0: thought it was. It should suffice. Another,
1: another good like. Is
4: there something
1: occupied? Uh, you know, Frakes and uh, and uh, Stewart. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't know if this is this is Stewart's um, uh, debut as a director, but just so handily done. So 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 uh, sure-handed in terms of the uh, as I guess it would be as the the emotional story and arc and it's just really satisfying.
0: Um. I also like that the. Uh, it feels like the other actors really try to bring it when their friends are directing.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's Which a, there's just a tells, little tells you they're
0: not am. <laughs> Rest of the time. Your thoughts, Jenna.
5: You seem somewhat subdued today.
4: I bumped into Jeff again in the turbo lift.
1: Jeffy. Yes, <laughs> I did. Well, that's a complicated situation for her. her.
4: I told him I'd think about it.
5: As you requested. I will now remind you of the reasons you decided to end your relationship with Jeff. (laughs) I guess
4: I asked for this. Go ahead.
5: You objected to the fact that he seemed unwilling to set aside sufficient time for you. You said he was unresponsive, that he never did the little things. You disliked the sound he made when he ate his soup. Okay, (laughs)
1: okay. I mean, that's very specific. It's very funny. And, uh... It makes sense that he. This is how it would come out. This is a great way to get the exposition in. And uh, side note, Michelle Scarabelli, uh, who plays Jenna, does she have a claim to Andy? Andy's kind of claim to did fanny. not. You didn't
0: watch Alienation,
1: the TV show? Mm. I never watched the TV show. I saw the movie. Mm. Was the TV show good? Shrugsville? Yeah, it was just decent. Yeah, um, I thought the movie was kind of. Eh, so I didn't really care to follow it up with the uh, with the TV show. But whatever, what I was going to say was uh, again, we've had a couple of them lately. So hard for a guest actor to come in and carry this much weight and nail it. Uh, Michelle Scarabilli, completely, really comfortable, um, at home in the universe, playing well in terms of chemistry off of Brent Spiner. Really good. Um, And great writing for that character. Also, she's Canadian, so she's got that going for her. It also has a vibe of, like, uh, very frequently when we see the other characters, it feels like it's like, you know, the the popular kids and the unpopular kids on the ship, like our characters are the popular kids and everybody else is a bunch of losers. And this kind of gives me a picture into, oh, this is... She has her own life and... You know, maybe there's a certain amount of respect given to the other, the higher ranking people, but it's not, there's not an inequity. It made more sense to me in this episode, the dynamics on the ship. Oh, that's interesting.
0: Um, yeah, I forget that you really haven't seen, I mean, I guess you've only seen what we've seen. Sure. So, because you, you do bring that up a lot. The social dynamics of the ship. It
1: seems to be a thing you get stuck on. I find it interesting (laughs) because it it offers an opportunity that exists in every television show of like at Friends, it's always those, those people in the main chairs in the center of the Thing and then there's all these these people on the back. Like and what do, about them? They did
0: do a very funny thing. I don't remember what season they ended up doing it, but they all went into the coffee shop and the Park people were and there. were people in the seats yeah.
1: and they didn't know what to do with themselves. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Very, it's very funny. So um, I guess uh, I I think this is a rare opportunity where it's like a workplace and they have to interact with the other people to see like what is that interaction like? Because mm. so frequently it'll just be Riker talking and a bunch of people looking at him and laughing yeah but that's I think anyone that's Riker's dynamic with everyone
0: right he's so charming
1: uh, is, is he always funny though <laughs> <that> <laughs> <Christ> yes <laughs> do you wish to ascend uh, our agreement uh, no
4: no it's for my own good it's just so easy to forget I mean a sequencer
0: but also like I like that she uh, has a messy apartment a or rather Many quarters like, that, like
1: Andy old would old. that is true hey, well, and that is an interesting thing. thing again I guess it's another version of of like Barkley that he kind of suggests she has a disorganized mind. <laughs> and it's like, so how do you get into Starfleet with a disorganized mind?
0: I think you get you just you just you're smart.
1: They get a lot of neurotic people on on board. Yeah,
0: but none of them are in senior command positions. <laughs> that is true. they the could argue Wharf's a little neurotic. His
4: wife. Since when Develop an in romantic <laughs> I think I just
1: was about to hit a spoiler Six weeks
3: ago when you and Jeff your relationship,
5: I saw an excellent opportunity To study that aspect of human intimacy As your friend it is my responsibility To be supportive in times of need
4: That's uh That's very sweet data
1: <laughs> he, <laughs> he nods the
5: Yes we are logically ready to that is the first illumination test. Acknowledged all science stations stand
2: by. We're about to light up the nebula, Mister Worf. Launch bay one shows ready, Commander. Fire torpedo. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, Worf, you shot that before I gave you permission to shoot it. A. Yeah. Great effect. Really. I don't know if ILM, it was ILM was out of the picture at this point, were they? I don't know. Whatever the case, this was—it's really ILM level effects like the little look back she gives to
0: Dana right there, where she's like, that's so beautiful. He's so beautiful. It's true. And B,
1: it really is romantic. It was a beautiful little moment. I love it. That they created. I love that they're in the, this, this quartet, or whatever it is. I don't know how many people are there. Five people. Uh, it's really nice. I
0: love uh, it. I just like, I like windows into daily life. So great. So It's my favorite thing.
4: Something wrong. My tempo was way off. I felt like I was rushing through the whole piece.
0: I do not believe that is
5: so. Your rhythmic control has improved markedly. I heard no fluctuations during the performance.
1: That's the way I would attack myself, no too. Baby. I think <laughs> I, I think <laughs> this is I my character. This is who I am again. on the ship. <laughs> I kept
4: breathing at the wrong times.
1: The contrapuntal
5: nature of the composition is most demanding. We will give more attention to the rhythmic patterns during our next rehearsal. However... I am quite certain the audience was oblivious to such nuances. They seemed to enjoy the performance thoroughly.
4: (laughs) Thank you, Data. You're very generous.
1: I thought this was a good... A good metaphor for, or I don't even know if it's intended as a metaphor, but it, but it's a good reflection of how humans interact with each other. Uh, by and large, it's just like I'm seeing exactly what I want to see in your behavior, and I'm ignoring the larger thing, which is that you're an android that's not experiencing it. Or is it like you know
0: she is like Data? You don't see your full potential, but I do. Oh yeah, and is she right? Maybe she's right and we're wrong. That's our theory, that she is right. Yeah. Boy, I don't really buy this sock situation. No. That's too many socks. Half a meter? I
4: made the mistake of picking them up a few times.
0: Oh, that's what (laughs) you don't buy.
4: Then I realized, if I kept it up, I'd be doing it for the rest of my life. So I stopped, figuring he'd get the point and do it himself. One night goes by, two, a week... 10 days by now there's a pile of socks half a meter high oh
2: come on it wasn't half a meter after
4: two weeks i couldn't stand it anymore i bundled them up and put them in the cleaning processor and i'm still doing it
2: and a very good job she does of it too
4: kegel you sound just like data he came over to my quarters the other day to give me a music lesson and he said, this is awkward how did you put it about um about the mess
5: I believe I observed that you seem to have an aversion to orderliness <laughs>
0: I mean it's pretty funny no, It's not
4: intended
5: as a humorous remark
0: he's an android So true.
4: before we started he gallantly offered to help me straighten up
5: <laughs> And a very good job I did of it too
1: <laughs> <laughs> What don't you like about that? the that part i don't have well first, I, I have a problem i have a problem with her behavior that she immediately did you ever watch Unscripted? i have a problem that he
0: sticks the landing on that joke
1: well he was told it was funny so I know argue. but like yeah, To do a callback the, Yeah that's for, It's agree. very
0: advanced Programming for data I don't think he got that From the fucking
1: Well that's that's where Guinan's comedy program Data's all over the, the place Joe Piscopo Is he's constantly Not understanding When he's funny I mean it's like Being funny But to like know That yeah. this is
0: the callback To that thing I'm gonna deliver it now Unless I, You know Maybe he had an Off screen holodeck lesson With Joe Piscopo About callbacks Anyway go ahead
1: Yeah there you go Matt fixed it um, uh, my thing was about that she's. Uh, did you? Uh, did you ever see uh, Unscripted? No. There's a scene in Unscripted where uh, f- where, where Frank Langella is having this this weird relationship with with one of his acting students, mm-hmm. and then the acting and then she like is in front of everyone and everybody's laughing exactly like this, and she puts her arm exactly like this under his arm, and then he immediately gets up and leaves the room, and they have a super awkward weird aggressive conversation and that's what this reminded me of like that she's kind of like uh, and in that, in that scene uh, Franklin Jell is weird but in this scene I think it's just like Gee, you're not going out this is weird what you're doing <laughs> well you know I think that she's just sending some signals to Data who is oh you think she's them. flirting here
0: About a thousand percent
1: oh see I think she's presuming that they're like they have the same relationship as Keiko
0: yeah, no. I, I, I thought she was just... Um, sorry, everybody. Fucking phone. Connected to everything, so it shuts down all other audio.
1: Somebody had some solution for that, but I I don't know if it's valid. Anyway,
0: I just thought they were flirting. That she was flirting with him. And he was not knowing how to take it. I, have nearly finished I think she was jumping into a relationship right there. <laughs>
1: Do you think she's officially in a relationship in her head right there? I think that she is, that they are, Keiko and O'Brien are acting like this cute couple. The other thing that bothered me was the socks thing is, it, it felt like first thought writing. That was yeah, just Well, like... they
0: were busy trying to fucking solve this nebula problem. They got an M class planet that's phasing in and out of existence. So they're like, "We'll get it's... back to the sock thing in a minute. We got to solve this problem with this planet I'm disappearing." I'm saying
1: it's not challenging. I'm just saying, you know, uh, you I'm p- giving them a little credit. Send a, send a B-room up uh, to work on it, you know? Um <laughs> just it felt a little bit forced, but uh that was the only thing. I felt like I was leading to more of a marvel point,
5: but I was not. <laughs> similar nebulae. Lifeforms here may have developed in ways never before observed. Interesting hypothesis. Are there any M-class planets we could check out? Several, sir. The nearest is approximately three light hours from our present position. It's worth a look. We'll continue our survey
0: along the way.
1: Three light hours is not far. Matt. Yes, Andy. Thomas Gill wrote us uh, I'm surprised our former resident uh, Mac Genius needs a lowly ACMT who is a computer also a computer engineer to remind him of the do not disturb mode on the Mac would that uh, address the issue this will prevent any notifications from making noise on his computer you have to remind
0: me when I was a Mac Genius uh, pal that that did not exist oh interesting advances it's just things that I look at that I'm turning it on right now there we go. It's on until 8,
1: 8 p.m. Thomas Gill! You did it! Good job.
4: My little brother and me and my mother. She was hopeless without a replicator. We didn't care.
5: Children often do not develop discerning palates until well beyond adolescence.
4: It wasn't that. It's just that we felt so good being together, you know, as a family. We didn't have much of that after my father died. So those times were really special. I wish we were back there now, you and I. The
5: unidirectional nature of the time continuum makes that an unlikely possibility.
4: (sighs) That's what I love about you, Data. You make me laugh. I don't know why I keep falling for the wrong man. Why can't I fall for somebody like you? You're perfect.
5: That is not true. I have no human feelings.
4: But... You give me so much. You spend time with me when I'm lonely. You encourage me when I'm down. No man has ever been kinder to me. Those are the things that matter. I better be going.
0: Are you still on your shift? She says with your permission. (laughs) protocol breach yeah totally
4: I don't know if you're aware of this but you're very handsome
0: she totally kisses him on the job I know that because I have a brother who looks just like me (laughs) I've seen his face I also kissed him
1: then kisses him right on the lips gives her no signal (laughs) why (laughs) encourage it well that is inappropriate behavior that's that's I think it's the only way you can flirt with data is it the only way you can flirt on the Enterprise? I don't know.
0: When do you flirt? You'd wait to, for 10 forward? Yeah, maybe. you talk to Gainan about it.
1: I wonder what the rules are. I mean, you wait till you're off duty. And she had permission granted, she was off duty. It certainly seems like Rikers flirting all over the place.
5: 87% Saurian brandy. Targ milk and Denisian meat comprise the rest. There is an unusually high concentration of fructose compound in monosaccharides. Too sweet. Data, if I didn't know you better, I would say you were a little... preoccupied. Lieutenant De Sora just gave me what could be considered a very passionate kiss in the torpedo bay.
1: Really? That's not cool
0: (laughs) Guinan's way into this
5: and I was intrigued Jenna seemed to be displaying genuine affection for me well what do you think of her data I find her to be a competent officer highly motivated Though somewhat lacking in her understanding of the theory underlying the dilithium matrix application... I meant personally. I look forward to the time we spend together. Well, then it seems the next move is yours. What are you gonna do? I do not know. I have no experience in such matters. I require advice. (laughs) Don't look at me. No, no, it! I'm a spider. I simply and mean that I can't give you any advice here. It's not good to advise people about their first love affairs. That's kind of something people have to figure out for themselves. But I am not capable of love. And it's going to be a very
1: unique experience. She doesn't buy that for a second, right? Oh, that he's incapable of love? Yeah. Do you buy it? Well, here's the thing. She, he says, I look forward to the time I spend with her. Mm-hmm. So what's that? That's exactly that's emotion, some, right? That's something, right? How yeah. does he not identify that as an emotion?
0: He, again, he just hasn't been given the the ability
1: to understand all of his in, inputs. It's also interesting that I think that he was programmed to not pursue a human relationship until someone else made the move on him because. It seems like well, that he would... wouldn't know to want one, right? I know he wouldn't know to want one, other than he does a lot of other things that humans do oh, just right. to like, figure out humans. Let me grow a beard, right? Yeah. So, um, has that happened? I
0: know that I've seen an image of that him growing a beard. That was in season one, uh, was Maybe it? two.
5: Missing someone? I found Spot wandering through the corridor, two sections away.
0: He finally has a name. Oh, does Did not have a name door up yet? to them? Nope.
5: The door sensor is I think broken. you're wrong. You only no, right
0: well, if I'm wrong, then Dr. Nemachek is wrong there. Larry Nemachek also says it's the first time he's given a name on screen.
1: I am going to go up against Dr. Trek right now. Okay. Is that the first time we see
0: him? Just so we're clear. That's not what he's saying. This is the first time he's named? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what they're saying. How are you going to search this? I'm curious. Uh,
1: first time. Um, he's called Spot. Spot first, first appeared. I don't think it's here. Interesting. Andy's on the warpath right now. So. Negative. How about the episode where at the end, I think it was a recent one, where Spot jumps up on his lap at the end and he's. Is that this? Oh, That's this. <laughs> I, I'm almost positive he's called Spot in another episode, but it could be a wrong.
5: Order no, be on the safe side. Maybe I should. it's back me up. Unauthorized entry to security. Jordy, hmm. may I ask What do you think advice? of this sequence
0: of him going around you asking for advice? Matter. Sure did. I really like it. Should I
5: pursue a relationship with Lieutenant Desora? I thought she and Jeff aren't were- they have discontinued their association. She has made the first move in initiating a relationship with me. That's what should be, I do? That's got to be rough.
1: You're, like, you're on the Enterprise. You're dating someone. Suddenly they're dating someone else yeah, on the is, Enterprise. Andy, you bring this up all the time. Ugh, this the seems worst. to be your biggest fear. Yeah, it would be so awkward and terrible, particularly the if you're cold, into not them. Not the
0: cold vacuum of space.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I'm not afraid about that. Um, <laughs> Andy's biggest fear is... Uh, dating someone. <laughs> if something happens with the ship, you're dead or you're not dead. The awkwardness in between is the thing that I'm
3: afraid of.
1: <laughs> you're a complicated you know, man. Sometimes
0: sure I am.
5: It takes people a while, Data. But then if they just jump right into another relationship, you see, that can be trouble. Unless, of course, she's really ready. And then, well, I guess it depends on whether or not you're really serious. it <laughs> This can be uh, a little complicated. Listen, my advice is
1: fuck machine.
5: Ask somebody else for advice, at least someone who's got more experience at giving advice.
4: I think you should be careful. This isn't just some experiment you're running data. Jenna is a living, breathing person with needs and feelings that have to be considered.
5: Then you do not believe I should pursue this any further.
4: I didn't say that. I just want you to be aware that this is unlike any other more casual relationship that you've attempted.
5: I have studied much human literature on the subject of love and romantic liaisons. There are many role models for me to emulate.
4: Ultimately, Jenna will care for you for who you are, not what you imitate out of a book.
5: My programming may be inadequate to the task.
4: We're all more than the sum of our parts, Data. You'll have to be more than the sum of your programming.
0: I also have parts.
2: (laughs) Klingons do not pursue relationships. They conquer that which they desire. Nice. However... High five. Lieutenant DeSora serves under my command. If she were mistreated... I would be a very displeased sir
1: <laughs> a great double take
5: I understand <laughs> I think you should pursue it first of all
1: she's <laughs> oh, all love the hard cut be crazy about you that's great uh, can I just say about the war account. thing is she I understand that he's her superior officer does that count as under his command that he would be protective of it wait what I would think that he would like act that way if she was in security I mean I don't, he's
0: the head of tactical she's working on a photon torpedo I mean All right. it seems like he probably has jurisdiction over there right. I don't know exactly how many officers are directly under like, who's it like I don't know who reports to Wharf. Uh-huh. I don't know how many report to's are happening down there in the yellow shirt division?
1: Do you think when uh, when he's had a bad day and a lot of people have said no to him that he? But just she's goes... an
0: officer, right? So there aren't that many.
1: When he, when people have said a lot of people have said no to him on the in the bridge that he just goes downstairs <laughs> and 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 uh, gets a lot of people to ask him things so he can say no. No, no I think he, he takes out his aggression on them Yeah, he makes them yeah. work double hours We're doing another training exercise, let's go down to the holodeck But Again. it hurts
5: Again <laughs> Feels about me, but I am not capable of returning those feelings Data When you get involved with another person There are always risks of disappointment Of getting hurt I cannot be hurt But she can Jenna knows that and she has obviously decided to take the chance. Data, when it really works between two people, it's not like anything you've ever experienced. The rewards are far greater than simple friendship. How far, sir? That's what I'm hoping you're going to find out. Captain.
0: He was just about to leave and not give anyone the bridge. Nope. <laughs> really seems odd. <laughs> That's true. Seeking advice and how I does, love. I've heard data.
1: I love the turn, though. We be see data, data coming. He doesn't want to be in the, the conversation. When
2: I have some, I'll let you know.
1: Matt. Mm-hmm. Never had sex. <laughs> Andy's theory. It's all on display here, guys. <laughs> he doesn't have any advice. He doesn't know what to say.
0: Um... Yeah, but I mean, comedically, it all it hit the,
1: all the beats you wanted to hit. Really, really great sequence. Really enjoyed it. Really handily done. All the Little characters are in the place personality. that are all dead on. Uh, really, this is this is the show firing on all cylinders. Good character moments.
0: It's the kind of scene you couldn't do in a season one. So true.
5: Evolutionary response to the acrid nature of the atmosphere on Telemarius IV.
4: You silver-tongued devil. <laughs> Um, why don't I find a place to put these? Which won't be that easy. Ah.
5: It seems your quarters have reverted to their earlier state of disorder.
0: She just threw them on the desk. I
4: know, I'm Mm -hmm. hopeless. There. They're beautiful, Data. It's really sweet of you.
5: Commander Riker suggested this particular flower. He said it had worked for him in the past. (laughs)
4: You didn't talk to the entire ship about us
5: No In actuality, less than 1% of the Enterprise crew was involved
4: Huh It was
5: necessary To balance theory with experiential reference Both are required for a program of this nature
0: Data has emotion I mean, he's neurotic, he's cleaning Computer That's really true
5: Decrease illumination level by one-third standard lux.
0: Andy, you uh, could take some this pointers is all part here. Of a
4: program?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: yes, one which I have just
0: created for romantic
5: relationships.
4: So I'm, uh, I'm just a small. I think if Data
0: hadn't in created one of the your program, new
4: computational environments. this relationship
0: well, more would have worked, that, Jenna. Yeah,
5: I have written a subroutine specifically for you, a program within the program. I have devoted a considerable share of my internal resources to its development.
4: Data.
0: That's the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me. There you go. It's on. So we're we're assuming they had sex here. Are we doing uh, I not well? I don't. I wasn't assuming anything. Okay. I, I'll take your assumptions. What is your assumption, Andy? It feels like the
1: show implies
0: yes. Okay. Then I will say but it's yes. hard to say. Andy, you're our, you're the you're the sex expert on this show. <laughs> sure
1: am, buddy. So you tell me. Oh yeah, Data got it right here. Yeah. <laughs> Data can get it. <laughs> Andy's
0: sex expert.
1: <laughs> it's right dear Captain, Andy needs wall. a girlfriend. Yes, Captain. <laughs> you or send or is it the door, same?
2: And bring a tricorder with you. Hi, Captain.
1: Tricorder. Hmm.
0: Here you go. Captain. I brought it. <laughs> what do you want me to put in? a of this. This is a very funny take, too.
2: I am puzzled, sir. So am I, Mr. Wolf. The only detectable bioelectric residuals are your own. You did not. No, I did not.
1: <laughs> That's a good read. Yeah. Good job, Patrick Stewart. He's got a lot of room when he's inside character to be hilarious. Patrick Stewart does. She brings him a sculpture. He tries to put it
0: somewhere. Meanwhile, he's I painting. That, that painting.
1: That painting is familiar.
0: Which one? This one here? Yeah. The that's... Partridge Family Bus? Is that what you're thinking of? No. Okay. Yeah, those existed in the 90s. You don't think the Partridge Family existed in the '90s? <laughs> yes, it did. Oh, but that's no. not what that is. That was the decade of of know. the missing Partridge Family.
5: <laughs> the ambient light in this location accentuates its contours. However, a gift he should sees not, that she's not be placed pleased. according to aesthetic criteria a more central location would give added meaning.
4: Data, what's important is that you're trying. You don't know how much that means to me. Why don't you go back to your painting? Oh, I really mean it this time. (laughs) I'll see you tonight.
1: I think it's Piet Mondrian, that painter.
0: Or was it data in the style of? Atmospheric... Could be.
1: Compression and bridge observation lounge. Environmental compensation sequence has been initiated.
2: I'm not registering a hull breach. Scan for life forms. None, sir.
5: Captain, standard air pressure has been reestablished in the observation lounge.
0: Should we all run in there? Willy nilly? Mr. (laughs) Dyson. Come on, everyone. (laughs) Whee! I'll bring a phaser. It's okay. (laughs) Just in case.
2: (gasps) I do not understand.
0: But I'm going to shoot it anyway. I would have liked if there was, like, two chairs missing. I
5: detect no unusual readings along standard parameters. Curious. There we go. The transparent aluminum alloy of this window is exhibiting a pattern of transient transparent, transparent
1: aluminum guys that's your reference to Star Trek for. it's interesting they're going so hardcore poltergeist with all the clues here but they kind of don't make it a poltergeist episode I mean they have a better A plot certainly but um, it's interesting that that's what they chose for their B plot
0: as opposed to what I don't know the what? other data's day where it was a Romulan spy <laughs> dressed as a Vulcan ambassador for God knows how long where you're like, well what's going on there? Right. <laughs> do you kinda want to know that? Right. <laughs> I think it's kind of stories they couldn't quite break.
1: So to they didn't have be... the whole thing, so they, Yeah, so they yeah. just they mm-hmm. were
0: like dispersed it in the uh in those bigger character data episode y type things. I think that's astute. Gnostic? Negative. We found no malfunctions.
4: <sighs> we did a full security sweep, nothing.
0: See? She's on security.
1: Oh yeah. What? Oh, so she's working on torpedoes because she's in tactical?
0: May I <laughs> Andy, this is what you're like on dates, it?
5: <laughs> Get you a drink, dear.
1: <laughs> it is a very suave.
0: Well,
4: yes, I'll I'll have a uh Calum and sherry.
1: Sherry excellent choice. <laughs> Get a load of this old lady.
5: <laughs> Computer. Two Calaman sherry.
0: <laughs> See, because she doesn't like she. I'm telling you If he had just acted like Data Like himself, yeah They wouldn't have ended their relationship Yeah Because she was
1: into Data Right Not this Data Because Data had emotions In some ways you could argue She makes a terrible gaffe By breaking up with them at the end Because uh, he does have emotions She really blew it Let me ask you, Matt Mm-hmm would you care for some dinner as Obviously, well? the answer is no. Ah. Um, based on your choices. Um, what? Your, your choice. choices? can't wait door, to right? see what this is going to be. But if you could be with someone who basically you could keep making adjustments, go, I don't like it when you do that, and then they just change it. I don't like it when you do this, and then they just change it. But there is a little bit of emotion. There's no point
0: right, in that. Why? Because you're not with a real person. You're with a sort of like play that you can mold into whatever you think you want in the moment
1: but here's the thing you could argue that data's emotions are buried so maybe only no and it's not the argument that i'm making my argument for data is always that he has emotions but he doesn't he can't he does not process them as such so this is what i'm saying so that being the case if this is the thing you're dealing with if you're dealing with a person who you find attractive who acts essentially like data does would you be into it yeah
0: why because they won't get offended they right. won't know they're offended <laughs> that, that's really what it is <laughs> they won't know that I was being mean mm-hmm. they won't know that uh, I haven't been home for a while
1: <laughs> you can go to Vegas as much as you want I mean it's just what's the
0: problem with that yeah it's true Th- those are two different questions though right you're asking me if I'd be with someone who's like data as data is or if i could would be like someone who could change their programming to adjust to what i wanted
1: but isn't the first thing that you said you liked about it basically that
0: that he doesn't yes it's the first thing i don't want to change data i want just want data
1: no i understand but that what data is is someone who's not going to be bothered by anything you do Mm mm-hmm Data's you. already perfect. I have no need to change data. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying to you.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Well, that's a little bit of a tricky way around the system. <laughs> it's not a way around the system. It's like, this is you are perfect. Don't change.
4: Uh, I guess. I'm too tired to think about what I want. Maybe later.
0: Whatever you wish, dear.
1: So it wouldn't bother you that mostly he's emotionally muted. Or she. No, we are. yeah. It would suit me. Uh uh-uh. uh. I think it wouldn't be good uh, for you with the rest of the world. I think it'd be better for you aesthetically pleasing in a day-to-day day basis. Day but I think it would. I believe I am the like. I need a little pushback to stop me from fully becoming Secunda. That's that's probably the the services that you and I serve to each other. <laughs> oh, my, but this is not a question about Dory.
0: Dory makes me a better person. You're just that's asking what I'm saying if in a fictional world I want to have be with someone who's just like data my answer is yes
1: yeah I, I I understand that I'm saying I think this that would be the that would be the outcome yeah yeah
0: look then I mean look data this data person could solve all my That's quite fine yeah um
5: just fortunate sentient in this sector of the galaxy
1: <laughs> she really plays it well here like, kind of slightly weirded out, but I'm like, all right, this seems cool.
5: You relax, put your feet up, and I take care of everything.
0: <laughs> Steal that move, Andy. I want him to yell at her.
5: First by function, then by color from light to dark. One can more easily find one's desired choice.
4: Data. That's all right. You don't have to do that.
5: But I am happy to do it.
4: Please just sit
5: down. Exactly. What do you wish me to do, dear? Am I not paying enough attention to you?
4: Oh no, that's not it
5: um, Perhaps I am not giving you enough compliments Your hair Is looking particularly
0: silky
4: tonight Data, uh, there's just Something strange about the way you're
0: See, she's he's not being like Data I, I know,
5: be
1: a I think you right
4: Well, yes, but
5: Tending to your every need
1: it's What's of,
4: wrong with it's you kind tonight? Kind of coming
1: at her a little bit
5: Most recent self-diagnostic revealed no malfunctions. Perhaps there is something wrong with you.
4: (laughs) I've never seen you behave so foolishly.
5: (laughs)
1: It's pretty funny
4: performance. Why are you doing this?
5: You don't tell me how to behave. You're not my mother. What? You are not my mother. That is the appropriate response for your statement that I am behaving foolishly.
4: Data, I think you should just leave.
5: Trap. Continue our lovers' quarrel.
4: Is that what this is? In my study of
0: See, dynamics, I mean, he just—he blew it. I have found
1: yeah. the conflict.
4: He should have just been
1: data. It would have totally. All but worked. isn't consciously what he's doing when he's being data? Figuring Excellent. out logically what the humans around him want. Or what a human would do.
0: Yes. Data I think Data is naturally a very nice person.
1: But I mean, beyond that, he's figuring out, oh, what would a human what's a human supposed to do that would be beneficial to these people? But what is a human supposed to do in this situation? So he doesn't know what a human would do in this situation. So that's what he's trying to figure out. So if you take that away, what is his guide guideline for what he's supposed to do a moral a moral center he was programmed with Uh uh-huh
0: he's a moral he's a morally good person right or android
1: being but like in the day-to-day move to move conversation to conversation what is the thing what is what thing i guess what she should have said is like i want you to act well see there's a problem she would have said i want you to act just like you acted when we were just friends, except now we're romantic. But what what does that mean to a, to a creature that doesn't understand it?
0: Oh, it means delete the program you created for this and just behave
1: like you normally would. But then there would be no romance. There would be, on her part. Wouldn't she be weirded out that he wasn't... No, because so what she like, wanted was data. She act didn't exactly want this the guy. same, except you're physically romantic with me. You're saying that that's what's happening now. I'm asking what you're the expert, so you tell me. I don't know what you would tell him. It's tough. I think they wrote it well because he would be kind of figuring. I mean, obviously they wrote it a little comedically, but I think he would be trying to figure out like I don't know. I don't know what people do in these situations. Yeah, but I'm also saying that the
0: the the this, this split. If you look at it as a whole the mistake is made on her part or rather on data's part when he tries to change definitely because he's like, well now I have to do this because this is what I have to do and the reality is like well no I didn't want that I wanted the before you before you said you decided to change
1: you know what I'm saying I do except that before he's you say, you're saying in the relationship what yeah. he was like in the relationship except. You can't just be the same as you are at the beginning of a relationship.
0: No, no. I know, but he's, like, writing weird programs and yelling at her. Uh Uh-huh. Which is not Data-like. Right. Just because he's trying to emulate what he thinks a romantic relationship should be. What Data needs to learn is that Data doesn't need to change. Data has plenty to offer.
1: But wasn't... Isn't there a moment where she sort of... Saying, where she's sort of like saying, basically, "Well, I don't. I want you to pay attention to me, or do whatever." Oh, and he's painting, uh-huh. and
0: then she says, "You can go back to painting," and then he immediately goes back to painting.
1: But isn't she kind of saying you're not no, acting like two people in a relationship right now? Yeah, but she's more like
0: it should be like a little tweak. It should be like a, Data should then learn. Oh, I shouldn't immediately go back to painting. I should right. pay more a little, a little more attention to her. Right, so you can argue that the main, the main problem I, is really her. Right, come in smirking and ask for right. Brandy from the replicator like a fucking weirdo.
1: Right, so you can make, say that the problem is really hers, that she didn't program him correctly.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm not saying that. That's what I'm saying. Okay, that's Andy's theory. Or, is that a theory? No, it doesn't count as a theory. No, it's Andy's statement. <laughs> Meanwhile, we got to <laughs> deal with the fact that the Enterprise
1: has holes forming all over it.
2: Direct course ahead, warp one. Aye,
1: sir. By the way, I like Ensign Captain. McKnight. I think she's doing a great job. Let's see why they kept her around.
2: Captain, explosive decompression on deck 37. Bridge to the forge,
5: damage report. We're showing damage between decks. We haven't localized it yet. Thorn you alright yes, yes sir the Forge a Bridge a cryogenic
2: control conduit just blew out on us I almost lost a man Hanson full stop
4: aye sir the a Bridge
2: go ahead Commander
4: I think
1: we have some structural damage between decks 36 and 37 I'd better go check it out
0: <laughs> then a lady's half in the floor that
1: is awesome I really like this <laughs> just a weird thing <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh I didn't notice that until just now, the blood dripping down the nose. No, I was wondering why there was no blood. That's nice. Look at it. Did not notice that until... I've seen this a hundred times. So I've never seen that until just now. Wouldn't there be blood around the edges of where she's fused Look in? That. Oh, nice. That's good touch. I never noticed that. I don't know, Andy. I've never had something materialized and dematerialized around me. At least not yet. I'm hoping pretty soon,
5: though. Van Mater. I was able to confirm one of my hypotheses. The unusual preponderance of dark matter in this nebula is causing small gaps in the fabric of normal space. As the Enterprise moves through this nebula, it is colliding with these deformations. So every time
4: we hit one, part of the ship
5: momentarily phases out of normal space or when one of them hits us my reading suggests that the deformations themselves are in motion yeah. it's a good thing one of those pockets didn't pass through the photon torpedo casings so or one of the
2: matter antimatter containment pods. the question is how do we get out mr data could you reconfigure the sensors so as to detect these anomalies yes sir but only at extremely
5: close range even at minimal speed it would be almost impossible to maneuver the enterprise quickly enough to avoid them a shuttlecraft is more maneuverable He's right. He got it. He's right. Position the shuttlecraft far enough in front that of the, the asteroid to
0: detect the Seemingly.
5: then allow us enough time to maneuver out of the way. We could give the shuttle control of our navigational systems. That way, the corresponding maneuvers would be virtually instantaneous.
0: Make it so. So they gotta send a. Uh, I'll do my
2: pre-flight once I'm on board. Not this time, I Will. I want
0: shuttle you. out there, sir. They should just send like 17 shuttles out. And function as a sensor array, because they can't detect the things until they're close, right? But if there's a bunch of shuttles around the Enterprise with their sensors going, they'll be like, "Okay, this one's coming."
1: But aren't all the shuttles in danger?
0: No, because the shuttles can detect it. They're smaller,
1: right? So they can be closer. Can't it? I mean, a little bit, but it's it's hard for it to get out of the way. That's why it's that's why he he pilots it, isn't it? Mm. Okay. But did you? I think you may have said this for another episode. Why don't they just do it uh, remotely? What's the reason they send the shuttle out again?
0: To sense the, it earlier, because yeah, the shuttle has to be shuttle closer, be closer to, to, to the thing. So and then, then why don't put they just in the input the, the the navigational input to the Enterprise, which can then
1: correspondingly maneuver? So why doesn't he why doesn't he maneuver it remotely?
0: It wouldn't be as dramatic for the final act of the drama, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> To pilot the shuttle,
5: Captain. It is my duty as first officer
2: to safeguard the lives on this ship, including yours. The Enterprise can't afford to lose you. Certainly not in this situation. I believe our best chance of escaping this situation is for me to pilot the shuttle.
1: That's, my ship will.
2: I've got to do this.
1: That is a cocky move, sir. See, the best pilot on the ship is that what we're saying, or is that just what Picard's saying?
0: Well, we've always—it's—it's uh, it's canonical that Riker is the best pilot on the ship.
1: Oh, is it? Yeah. I thought that it was all the stuff about what a great helmsman uh, Picard was. Yeah, well, look, that's why those two have a little bit of a
0: oh yeah, well I'm a good pilot. Oh, yeah, well I'm a pilot.
1: Well, that is oh, a yeah? huge dick swinging By move. The way, then
0: it's also why they can't keep a pilot on the ship because there are two other people. They're over there. They, they always go over their shoulder and go like, "You really want to do that? <laughs> I wouldn't do that. <laughs> you want to fire that thruster right now? I'd wait a beat." <laughs>
1: we got to get this it, guy out of here. He's terrible. That, I know. Is that what? <laughs> that is so much what uh, being a comedy writer is like. <laughs> oh, that joke? All right. <laughs> is that what you
0: want?
1: Uh, that totally makes sense.
0: Helmsman, Helmsman, Helmsman. Everyone's flying out of there since Wesley. Oh, Matt, you're getting... Uh, it's.
1: Not, I don't even know if it's a... Uh, let's see if there's a Matt Explained it one. It's, uh, I don't see anything. Matter of fact, can't even find fixed it. Well, there you go, everybody.
0: The longstanding problem of why haven't they been able to replace it didn't make sense, but might
1: Fixed it. it. Wasn't really
0: broken, but I think that's a great, great uh It's a nice touch. Take. You know? I love takes. Hot takes, warm takes, medium takes. <laughs> All kinds of takes. <laughs>
1: medium takes. It's a good name for something.
0: Uh Andy's it's 12:14. When's your uh, when's your heart out? I mean,
1: you know, uh, it'd be better if it was sooner, but I, we can we can finish this. It'd be better if it was sooner.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it always be better if it was sooner <laughs>
1: for us? Do you always uh, want to be done with whatever it is you're doing, no matter what you're doing? No. I well, all right. I have some I have some enjoyment issues in my life. But uh, <laughs> by the way, Matt's you're putting right? his his foot on What's the your- guitar uh, on the guitar pedestal while he's podcasting cuz this is his art. This is his music, guys. Uh My foot's on a footrest. It's on a footrest. Enabled.
5: Ship's computer is accepting navigational inputs from the shuttle.
2: Forward sensors are online. Ensign McKnight, plot a course for the shortest distance out of the nebula.
0: And then give it to me. <laughs>
1: and then I'll do it.
0: Good plotting. And they go through and uh, he gets them out of there.
5: Get a, get a, get I mean, it.
0: he's gonna blow up, and O'Brien really envy, envy sees it. Oh, wow,
1: he's already calling it early in the show.
2: Did we get him back?
1: Parts of him. No, we got him back. We
2: got him. I'm a little dizzy, number one, but none the worse. I'm on my way.
1: I fell down when I you got here.
2: <laughs> Commander,
5: we're nearing the perimeter, one million kilometers away. All right, let's make a run for
4: it. Aye, sir.
0: Orb 900.
1: We're clear of the nebula zone.
0: I'm going to walk in here really dizzy everyone because I'm just I've just come from the transporter room, so just I'm just gonna perform. <laughs> he crawls story. to the chair. <laughs> oh
1: <laughs> I can't see which end is up. <laughs> look at that. Look at that look now is that look given what you're saying is yes that look, that look
0: is I wouldn't have hit that thing like, uh, you're probably, you probably should have flown it
1: oh that's what it is see that's, I think it could have been like I just saved the ship <laughs> could be that too there's definitely that is a loaded look or maybe it's two different things maybe for for Picard it's uh, hey I just saved the ship and for Riker it's like god I love you
4: <laughs> hey. thank
5: you it is much less spartan is it not
4: much less. It looks great. It really does. It looks great.
5: Jenna, you are repeating yourself. I have often found this to be indicative of a mental distraction. Is that a correct assumption in this instance?
4: Um, I'm afraid it is. Then
5: perhaps we should begin our meal. Among humans, a low serum glucose level is often responsible.
4: I think we should talk down
0: oh no it's the breakup speech Andy That's what we most feared I thought this was gonna work
4: I'm not sure how to begin
1: what is the subject
4: you and I our relationship
1: and how well it's going <laughs> that's how I would be in this conversation uh-huh. <laughs>
4: Sometimes people blindly make. I love you
0: too. <laughs> Wait, what? No, I was gonna say we should end things. Oh.
4: I didn't see it until today. I got out of a relationship with an unemotional man.
1: Hey. Oh, that's not about me. Got
4: right back into another one. With, with a man who's absolutely incapable of emotion.
5: There does appear to be a recurring
4: motif You were so kind and attentive
0: And then you changed I thought that would be enough It would have been but you changed
4: Is it not? Yeah No it's not Because as close as we are I I don't really matter to you Not really
1: She looks forward to seeing her He said it himself
4: Will ever make you happy, or or sad, or touch you in any way?
5: That is a valid projection. It is apparent that my reach has exceeded my grasp in this particular area. I am perhaps not nearly so human as I aspire to become.
1: Here's a theory. I really don't think if it's theory. A uh, an Andy's theory. I think Data's belief that he has no emotions and he is not human is his version of self-hate. <laughs> all right.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. I just think he just doesn't know. I think he was programmed
1: with it. Oh, boy.
5: I will bring our meal. Um, no,
4: that's all right, Data.
1: I don't require
0: food, though. I,
1: I'm going to... going to replicate it? Just throw this out.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Here you go, Spot. <laughs>
5: Jenna
1: She's really dressed up For this breakup speech
5: no A couple
4: No we're not
1: Then I will delete The appropriate program <laughs> This is Maybe the coldest thing Anyone's ever said To anyone After a breakup <laughs> Later <laughs> I think it is I wish I could say that To someone If they ever broke up with me <laughs> uh, You can They just want to know What you're talking about and uh, all these people who are like, oh, cats aren't empathetic. Spot is the only one that knows that he has emotions and knows he's hurting and jumps up on his lap. Get out of here with that crap. Which just, if you're aggressive, what's happening? I don't know. It just bothers me when people are like, dogs are you? all nice and cats aren't. Dogs are nice and cats are nice.
0: All animals are nice to Andy. <laughs> Squirrels are nice. <laughs>
1: That has been my experience.
0: Mice are nice.
1: <laughs> Mice are a little bit timid.
0: Bears are nice.
1: I wish I could hug a bear. That'd be the best. I'm right
0: here, buddy. <laughs> Is that the kind of bear? What? Oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was, uh, in theory, Andy's favorite episode of the week.
1: <laughs> it was really good. I really liked that one. Um, delete the appropriate program. Ah, oh, so sweet. Such a great... Okay. Oh, you're gonna break up with me? Um, I'm just gonna delete any evidence of this dynamic. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, Data. Um, do you ever yell?
0: Yeah, do you ever laugh? Haha <laughs> And then say seconda when you break up with someone.
1: Um, no, I feel racked. ah, seconda. I'm racked with guilt. I can't. I can handle being broken up with a thousand times better than I can breaking up with someone.
0: Oh well, then maybe that just tells you something.
1: If you think I'm a disorganized of mind in this podcast, you should see me during a breakup. I think you shouldn't break up with anyone ever, Andy. No, because I'm lucky to have anyone. Is that what you're saying, Matt? No, not at all. But also <laughs> yes. MVC. <laughs> uh, Let's see.
2: Well, it's the MVC, yeah, the MVC, only Matt and Andy know who it's gonna be, will it be Dana, Riker, Troy or Dr. Crusher, gotta fill the time with something, at least until season three.
4: One, two,
1: three, four. Oh yeah, there is a four. Um, So you're gonna say O'Brien. I mean, Picard's Uh, out there in the ship. I know, but who makes who breaks the? uh, What about Worf? With he's the one who comes up with the shuttle thought in the first place. uh, He's right.
0: Well, it's so rare we get get to give it to Worf. Yeah, but you know, some very Klingon-centric episodes coming down the pike. I feel like he'll get his eventually. And Patrick Stewart directed a great episode. Where he, I feel like, made inadvertently took a scene that his character was in and made himself the NPC. <laughs>
1: you think it was written that way? Wouldn't it be better if uh, I was the one? That... What if I went?
0: <laughs> Ron, Joe, listen, I was thinking about what you wrote here. Yeah. What
1: if I went instead of... Will What if uh, The second That that O'Brien Beams me back on board I go boom And point at the crew <laughs> He beams me Right to the bridge What if I flexed For each of them
0: <laughs> What if I pointed at them But flexed And said You're alive You're alive You're alive
1: Guess who did that To this guy
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good times Anyways uh, What do you say I say it's uh, You know the ship right The ship's the thing in danger Yeah
1: card carries out the thing. Data f- figures out their pockets. Ugh. I've been thinking about something lately, Matt. Yeah? We do these split-ski things. Mm-hmm. I think we mm-hmm. each have to pick our we guy. We go split-skis. No, we don't. Right. I just feel like... Because it, we've asked Brad Arrington about this a thousand times. Uh, no, I know it's statistically... he says, okay. I understand. Statistically, we don't have to. But in terms of most valuable crew member... I'm going to go one-seventh... To Captain Picard, yeah. one seventh it- to Data,
0: one seventh to Geordi, okay. one seventh to Worf, one, oh, seventh, just to Troy, one seventh to Troy, one seventh uh, to Crusher, one seventh to Riker. <laughs> Where's Crusher in this episode? Do we she even see her? They dropped a hypo spray, fell off the table in, a, in, in, in 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 sickbay. Oh, is that what happens? Yeah, I don't remember because it phased out of uh you know existence. Oh, gotcha. Okay, you know, Andy gets it. It didn't make sense, but Andy gets it. <laughs> that's a terrible song. Now. <laughs> uh, Who are you too? it to? Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Captain Picard. Yeah, I'm yeah.
1: giving it Captain Picard, too. Oh. The
0: Andy. I think we each had to pick our own person. Another method of ranking. I'm We're good. working on it. I really like this one. It's I know. really good. Not a ton to say about it, really, other than we enjoyed it. I...
1: Do I give it an 8.5? Is it that high? Could it be that high? It's just really solid. It's such a great use of data. It's such a great use. It introduces a side character. I don't need to see that character again, but what a great use of that character, well played by that actress. I bet that character probably serves as the chief
0: of security on board a ship commanded by Shelby with Barkley as the chief engineer in a book somewhere. Oh, sure. I'm sure that character shows up somewhere. Um, you know what? There's a lot of character to play with with that character. But also, I like that that character has clear, no
1: clear, like good qualities.
0: <laughs> so as true. a Starfleet officer,
1: it is not clear what, why she's, how she's there. <laughs> it seems like she's not, not really suited for Starfleet. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Eight point five is high, but it is real satisfying. What are you giving it?
0: I'm not you're going well I'll go first seven I'm getting a 7.5 yeah <sighs> I like all the I like the directing I like the
1: performances um, I'm gonna give it an eight just because I feel like the B plot could have been a little bit more satisfying it was fine it was good it's it's it fit with the other thing it was it paid yeah, off I it liked just it. could have been a little bit more maybe even something that thematically tied in a little bit more that's the thematics um, so i give it an eight. Uh, really enjoyed it, though. Would have no problem with seeing more like it.
0: Hmm. Guys, it's time for Andy to see the trailer for
1: next week, right? Uh, yeah, that's what happens now.
0: Do you think that uh, of all the trailers we've watched here, any of them have ever been remotely close to what the episode is?
1: <laughs> it's usually a very hyperbolic version of the, the dramatic moments. <laughs> What is
0: next week's episode? Redemption? Yeah, I believe so. So, it is. 26 episodes is crazy. Andy's not vamping, because... Well, he's also doing
1: something. I'm sorry. I, that was that's that's the bad podcaster in me, because he was doing the a thing. On I Empire
2: extinction. It is a time on celebrate! For tomorrow we all may die! Data must decide who will live and who will die. You don't give
5: a damn about the people whose lives you're throwing away. We're not just machine fire.
2: And will Picard's past finally catch up with him? Tasha. Find out the chilling answers
1: on oh, I feel Star like I Trek, have seen the this. next generation. I mean, I get why we're watching the trailer. You, but
0: you should have seen it because we all had to see the same thing you saw. I know.
1: Usually I'm in favor of trailers because I want to see what's going to happen. But I think that trailers are made to protect against spoilers nowadays more. Certainly, like, you got the Mad Men trailers, which were hilarious, which were just like, there's a lamp. Everyone Sit. I I feel upset, but I'm not going to say why. It's like all vague. And I think Game of Thrones tends to do that too. Um, so uh, now I've seen a bunch of huge things. A, I don't even know if I should say All you people have seen it. Um, that, that seems like that's lore, unless there's some emotion thing going on with, with data there. In the, the episode? Yeah. No, it's not lore. Oh, it's not lore. And he's just giving a very extreme performance. Tasha, crazy! Tasha's back.
0: Excited. Um, look, uh, it's that time of year for right, Tasha, to, for come Tasha to come back. Tasha to come back. Tasha Christmas. <laughs> Tasha, you know, season three. It was yesterday's Enterprise. Season season four. It's this episode. Season five. It'll. Time for it's it's the annual. Let's bring back
1: Tasha Yar somehow because we all feel bad for her leaving. Denise Crosby to revisit her career choices. <laughs> um, I'm excited. That's well, great. That Andy, looks awesome.
0: I'm excited for you to it's be got excited. Action
1: looks like it's got Tasha Yar doing something.
0: Oh, guys, we fucked up. I fucked up by showing Andy the trailer for part two, not part one. <laughs> Oh no! It's okay, here's the part
2: one.
1: If she's not in
0: this, I'm going to be really upset.
2: Your blood will paint the way to the future. Worf vows to fight for his people at any cost. I order you to return to duty at once. Then I resign my commission as a Starfleet officer. Will he sacrifice his career and leave the Enterprise forever? Goodbye. Lock on target! Fearless duty next time on Star Trek The Next Generation. You son, of a <laughs> you son of a
1: bitch! You son of a bitch!
2: That's on me. That's me.
1: Oh my
0: god! That was season 5, episode 1. Not, I can't it's, a this. it's a cliffhanger. It's a two parter. You
1: terrible, terrible person! <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Even I was like when I was watching, I was like, that is a lot I can't believe that much happened in that episode. Oh no. And I was like, then what happens in the second half?
1: Oh. <laughs> well, it looks cool nonetheless.
0: Yeah. Well, here we are, everybody. <laughs> we gotta do the president circle, pal. Here we are. Beam into the president circle. I like how these people have videos about things we talk about all the time. When did this one come Council out? February 13th? is
2: not my favorite Star Trek character. I'll get into some of the specific reasons why in a minute, but generally speaking, it's because the writers of Star Trek The Next Generation never really figured out what to Steve, do with Steve, stop listening From to our podcast and just putting
0: things. it on YouTube.
1: <laughs> this doesn't <laughs> refer to us, right? No,
0: no, but I'm just saying uh, the timing's very interesting for all of these things. Oh really? No, I don't, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I say Snoozeville to this guy. That doesn't yeah, seem interesting. Yeah,
0: we're here doing it in audio. Ugh. We don't need video to point at in and say she should be the counselor, not Troy.
1: Yuck! Where are the digressions? Where are the only said that A cues? thousand times. Where's the fighting?
0: Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> you just, you see It's hard doing it with one person, isn't it? You need someone to fight against. It's true. Um, Andy, yeah, I gotta be honest with you. I think we're just gonna beam right in. Okay. To the President's Circle. All right. Uh, it's time for us, everybody, to head into the President's Circle. If you'd like to become a member of the President's Circle, you just go ahead and join our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Star Trek TNC. In the meantime, join us while we say hello to everyone in the Circle for the month of March. Well, the names for these past two weeks because we missed a week last week, Andy. Oh. I'm beaming us in. All right. <laughs> United Federation of Planets President
1: Circle. Soothing rain. Whew. Nice. Oh, that <sighs> is nice. Like we're on a porch somewhere. It's so great
0: to be here, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for us to say hello for a few people. I'm going to start with you, Dak doc pate how are you lieutenant daniel stenrud can see him in here oh it's it's kevin of nine and his favorite president circle member because he's so sexy
1: (laughs) there's lieutenant michael howe c d lieutenant jesse tushinsky hey jesse what's up uh, Robert Olson's here Lieutenant Mike
0: Gaylord's over there uh, rain's really cutting in and out on this hollow DJ Could yeah. there be a problem that's part of a larger symptom of this week's problem? Could have been the poltergeist uh, Troy
1: Ray, how are you? Uh, Lieutenant Eric B. Oh, it's America Boothfield. There's Adam Rogers, my good friend. <laughs> Benjamin Hill's here. Katya Woolishin. Good to have you.
0: Uh, Brandon Davis. The rain's cutting out again. Our holo DJ must be fired. There's Lieutenant Andrew Reeves. Nate Richmond. Brian Teer. Mr. Bundy. Lieutenant Doug Atkinson. Chris Love. There's Derek Westover. John Turin.
1: Uh, everybody's favorite, Kamal Abul Hussein. Hey, everybody look It's Matthew Dillon There's Frederick Roy Roy
0: Frederick
4: Roy Roy
0: Roy Uh, Mick Bryan Formerly Bryan MC uh, There's Lieutenant Nicholas Jones Diane M. Martin There's Aaron N. Preston Foster Lieutenant Tish Wheeler That's a good That's a good Star trek name It's a
1: great Star Trek yeah. that's, that's a future ensign right there Commander Wheeler uh, or instance, uh, That's a future Hale Helmsman. Is what I meant. Uh, Andrew, uh, Matthew Cutler, J.D. Cohen, Lieutenant Adam Connard, Conner- uh, Alex D. Geslin is here. Lieutenant Tom Brown is in the house. Scott Burnett. There's Lieutenant Risa Kochuk over by the macaroni you know, I and mean cheese. They, they know they're all lieutenants. You have to keep saying it. I feel like they get a satisfaction out of it, but if you guys don't, let me know. Christopher Wilkowski is here. <laughs> There's Patrick Benoit, Lizzie A, Chris Dybel, Tony
0: King, Ross McLeod, Rob Sabine, Heather Nelson. Oh boy, oh boy, Heather Nelson. Mark, Dro- no, sorry, Mark Dordal, Dewanda Rikens, uh, the- Jason, Luke. Dan Costelic. Tiberius Piquelard. Oh, sorry, I interrupted. The President. <laughs> really filled it out there, Jason. <laughs> really, really hiding the code I it, there I love it, I love it. Dan Costelic. Uh, Janella Jerome Robbins. Lieutenant Lisi D. James Curtis. Lieutenant Emily Eldred. Jesse Glaspin. There's Kyle Gant. Fred Coppersmith. Uh, our good friend Stevie Marie Nickel. It's Ben Roach. Why you know? I wonder why more people don't write in about Marveling. Like all of you, all of you that we're reading out right now have
1: listened to Marveling. Um, why don't they ask you us want, Marvel questions? if you want to ask us Marvel questions, put it under the uh, the posting of Marveling that month. That'll be the easiest. Oh, that's for how me Andy looks at it. Yeah, uh, Dion, Jeremy, Paul Sharp. Lieutenant Andrew
0: Marquis. Goddess, uh, Goddess of Carves herself, Kristen Scalise. There's Gareth Case. Beth Harrington. Trek Barnes. Brent Allard. Carolyn Land. Claire Powell. Thank God the rain has picked up a little bit. Joe dinner I'm sorry, Joe Denarelli. Luke Morgan Howe.
1: Christopher P. Gill. Lieutenant Vincent Neri. Adrian Carter. Christopher Fanaghi. Chuck Day. Doug Mai. Brandon Callinger. Kyle K- Thompson. Catherine Novacek. Uh, Seth Olsen. Kathleen Guzman. Adam Zani. Ugh. You did he, he, almost. He gave he wrote us it. the thing. Adam Zani. There you
0: go. Zani and Edward Nuneses. Stephen Herman. Jason Sinclair. Kelly <laughs> Newman. Matthew and- Elwitt. Oh, he did oh. it. Christopher Colbert. <laughs> Ron Blubank. Blake. Andrew and, Ridehouse, and Marcus Martin, Andrew hang on, Gibson. Hang on, hang on, hang uh-huh. And Peter Shuren. Everybody else, starting with CeCe, we're going to get to you next week uh, for the Grand March finale. Exciting. Uh, I'm excited, you're excited, we're all excited. Tune in uh, next week if you want to check out all you people who listen for your name. You head on over to Patreon uh, and listen to us talk about Discovery. Andy, what are we supposed to be talking about for Marvel this week, this month? That's a good question. Uh, I believe it is Iron Man. No, Thor the Dark World. Is it Thor the Dark World? I don't know. What came out after Avengers? Uh, Let's find out. Everybody wants to know what the hell we're doing in the Marvel thing.
1: (laughs) It's not coming up fast enough. Let's uh, take a
0: look at all these movies and see if I can it see is, in order. It is Iron Man 3. Oh, nice. Yep. Well, that'll be a good one. I'm excited about Shane Black and all of his Shaneness and the fact that it's. Never really explained again what he does with the arc reactors after. Anyway, don't worry about it. We'll get to it. Oh, exciting marveling news. James Gunn will be back at the helm of Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah.
1: I'm excited about that. Me too. Very excited. And he's also going to do Suicide Squad now. So he'll finish that and then I'll go to crazy. To marveling. It's, it's so marble, awesome. Like, <laughs> you go create content for a podcast. <laughs> I mean, he could come
0: on if he wants. <laughs> sure. Oh, really? you let him come on? On Patreon? Oh. It's not, the format. Know, it's not the format. Oh, It's not the format. See what I'm saying, Andy? Mm-hmm. He's finally understanding that I do have a plan. No, you don't. I do. And it's my plan. Get away. <laughs> Get away from my plan. <laughs> anyway, we should probably beam out of here. Everyone's like, why are they
1: not ending this? I don't know. I don't have answers. Disengage.
0: Andy, you have to play the thing. What thing? That tells people where to
1: contact us. Oh, you're right. We're out in space, or so I guess we, we this is this is the time that we uh, sent them out. It's rain space. <laughs> da, 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 da. Disengage everybody.
2: Follow Star Trek the Next Conversation on social media. You can find them on Instagram and Twitter at Star Trek TNC. On Facebook, search for Star Trek TNC and join the face group. Send comments, questions, prime correctives, and anything else to sttncpod at gmail.com. And if you'd like to leave a voice hail, call 816-TREK-TNC. That's 816-873-5862. For callers outside of the United States, use country code PLUS1. And don't worry, no one answers the phone, it's only for messages. If you've got something to mail to Matter Andy, send it to Andrew Secunda, PO Box 46898, Los Angeles, California 90046. And please send an email to let them know that something is coming. Finally, to support the podcast and get even more content, visit patreon.com forward slash Star Trek TNC via lieutenant for only $5 per month or Join the President's Circle for $17.01 per month.